Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Can I Be Funny, the first one of 2015 and the first one I've done in about three months, that's what it feels like. So a slightly different episode today, I went out to Jester Jesters, which is a great gig run on a Monday night over at the Betsy Trotwood in Farrington. So if there is a few weird bits with the audio, then it's because I had to use three microphones, one of them wasn't mine. And it makes me sound a bit like a Dalek, which is a little bit weird. So apologies for that. So we have Chris Timoney and Jonathan Hearn, who run Jester Jesters together. And we talk about the night. Nice fun interview. It was a little bit weird because we did it right before the gig. So it's a little bit rushed. That's why it's a bit of a shorter episode this week. And there was people listening in on the diet as well, which is strange. A new one for me. So anyway, on with the episode. Lads. Hello. Hello. Welcome to the show. Thank, Thank you for coming here. Uh, this, you. for benefit of people listening at home and the weird noises in the background, it's yeah. because this is the first time I've been out of the studio and done one of these. Oh, is it? And it's my first threesome. Oh, um, gee, so you're thank you for love it. Oh, I'm gonna love it. So yeah. thank you for breaking my cherry. Um, <laughs> we'll be gentle. <laughs> That's what I want. Um, so you, we are currently sitting in the Betsy Trotwood. That's right, underneath the Betsy Trotwood in its um, crypt. The crypt. Yeah. Uh, and important to mention that we are above the tube. We are above the tube, uh, and we hear the tube going below us so it's all not, the time. It's not fear or rumbling; it will be. It's a regular service, and that's why it happens all the time. <laughs> yeah. And um, if it weren't happening all the time, then I would be complaining to TFL. <laughs> yeah, it's always delayed, despite what we hear here yeah. every week. <laughs> So it's safe to say that this event, Just to Jess, is probably one of the top five open mic nights, would you say? Oh, well, that's not for top us 10, to say. Yeah. <laughs> top ten, Well, I was sitting at home yesterday thinking about it. It's in the top five. What are the other four? And I can think of Angel, obviously. Oh, yeah. yeah. Funny Feckers that was, but it's not anymore. And Cavendish. Oh, yeah, Funny Feckers, yeah, of course. But Cavendish, yeah. I couldn't think of another one that's quite as good, if that makes sense. Um, would you, what well, would you add to that list? I... I suppose I don't know really. I I haven't actually been to that many. Obviously, my Monday's always taken up with this. Yeah. Um, where else do we go? Freedom Fridge, the ones in the in Kentish Town. They're yeah, TNT, TNT as yeah. well. Ah, yeah. they're, they're too far away for me to go to. Oh, so okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, but thank you very much for saying that. Um, of course, I don't know. I mean, what's what's your opinion of? Our little night. Other than the one we run on a Wednesday. Um, <laughs> I, uh, yes, every Wednesday. Which we, is um, back this week. But yes, big shout out to anyone who probably hear that after the first one's gone out. But yes, <laughs> it will be returning every Wednesday. Um, Joke Newington's off to a good start, I, I believe. Just yeah, we've heard good Bennett things right there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> having a great time. Um, so, just Jesters, you guys didn't start it, did you? No, technically we technically, didn't. No. Um, it, technically, it was started by two fellas. Well, it was it was this guy Chris James who uh, Tyrone Atkins helped to set up uh, a night in the Plum Tree Bar. He runs a few nights as well. Say again. He runs a few nights. Yeah, as well. yeah, that's true. Good nights. Um, not in the top five. Obviously. Not in the top five. <laughs> well, I don't know if they're, if they're in the same category. You said you said open mic nights. Um, and yeah, that ran for four times every two weeks at the beginning. Right. And I went, I know that because I went to all four of them. <laughs> I'd only just started doing stand-up myself. I used to be doing it at someone else. <laughs> oh, God. 
I can't edit this down. Yeah. <laughs> Just keep in the quips, but out of context. Um, Five second podcast. <laughs> and then I, he, uh, Chris James was leaving the country, and so said to me, "Would you like to carry this on?" Ah. And I went, "Yes." Can I bring my heterosexual life partner? Uh, well, he was no, he was at that point not not in my life. Ah, imagine, I can't actually imagine what it was like to it must live have been hollow and like that. empty. Yeah. Back in the days when John had long hair and flares, loser, was this tall man. I once wore flares. Wide-eyed and freaked out about <laughs> running uh, this wonderful night in a wonderful place. It was a wonderful place. I actually ended up working there as well, which kind of galvanised things a bit. But um, it does sound like this story is set in the 1970s. <laughs> well, it was John. It was a long time ago. We've aged terribly since then. 73 or was it? It was 1972, New Year's Eve. No, it was. You kissed me. You didn't kiss me. Uh, we might like to make that clear. Yeah, we have to make that clear. That happened another night. Did yeah. your eyes meet over a smoky stage? We. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, uh, we, we just. Terrible fire. What was it? We, you were coming down. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a heavy night, and uh, I just felt like cheering myself up with some comedy. But no, I've been doing. A, a, um, I've been hanging around with a guy called Marlon at the time, and he was recommending places left, right, and centre. There was the, the carnival back, back in the wet walls, mm. which uh, was a, a good night. And um, I was doing the first lines then, which Ty and uh, ran, and, and uh, we. Yeah, it was it just I just kind of started doing that, and I was very welcoming, and it was very silly and kind of very looseness about it. And I, I John said something like, "You could watch a DVD of me or something like that," and I was like, "Bowled over by that." There we go. We were uh, complimentary of each other. You had uh, me at DVD. Did I say that? <laughs> I'd like to think you did. Okay. But you know, you know, well, memory plays terrible tricks. I think you said you had a DVD. And, yeah, <laughs> I, and I wanted kind to fill in the gaps. And you were sat on it, and I wanted yeah. to give it back. <laughs> yeah. Could you? I stole the DVD from your house. Yeah. And then, Sat on it yeah. the whole evening. Yeah. I just kind of you know, filled in the gaps. Forgotten about that until now. But, uh, <laughs> it's ruined. Uh, mm. Plus, it's an obsolete format. Mm. But um, yeah, the, the, I think it's, we had kind of a mutual like, understanding. John was doing a poem about a moon, which had cracked me up for about the first twenty times, and then uh, <laughs> <laughs> that <laughs> began as a and the next <laughs> thousand times it still cracks me up. But yeah, um, yeah and I, I think, yeah, we just decided because we were there every Monday, it would be quite fun to kind of um, co-run it. And yeah, it just sort of kept on going. And then theme nights were introduced and um, yeah, it just got... That was, um, theme nights was um, to keep it fresh, I think. I think we'd, we'd been up in, we'd been up to Edinburgh to do our show. And Sean Mahoney and Sam Asher started copying each other's material, and then the plagiarism night I think was one of the first flagship theme nights that we had. Yeah, we based the whole night on that, and then yeah, we just thought that would be quite funny, kind of a vehicle to kind of relaxed attitude towards performing other people's material with this kind of you know, kind of escape card, a license. Yeah, has it gone down well? It's one of the popular ones still, even yeah. today. People always say, when's the next Pooja? Yeah, that's the one. I am a cynical man. I like to take the cynic route. Yeah. Um, <laughs> just remember to keep that one. <laughs> Five seconds. Uh, if, if you missed that, you, it's, it's, you can find it on Twitter somewhere. <laughs> um, I, uh, when I suggest to people what, what theme nights we should do next, people is the most popular one. Yeah. But I think in practice... It's one of the worst ones. Really? 
Because okay. what sort of material are they doing? Like famous comedians' material or other? It's a mixture. Mind? It's either famous. So basically, if they do a famous <clears throat> person, yeah, uh, either it's an amazing impression and it does very well. However, everyone's heard it before. Yeah. Or mm. they've never seen that famous person before. In which case, it's slightly out of context. Yeah. Or it's a, <laughs> someone else on the circuit who some of the people have never seen before. <laughs> and of course, if the jokes stand up on them by themselves, as they should. It is funny, yeah. yeah. But yet, there's a there's a strange air to it that it doesn't sound like it's coming out of the mouth of uh, weird the person. I feel a bit that's weird. Part of the, the charm, but yeah, that's obviously not coming back. I think we'll what, what I'm saying, <laughs> what I'm saying is, it's uh, my least favourite of a great bunch. <laughs> of a great, so I like it. It's in the top five of <laughs> your nights that you run. As much yeah. as the musical comedy nights, we've had two I'm, of them. I missed the musical. We only had one, didn't we? Musical. Like two. Right, the two sections. <laughs> I find it really difficult to write musical comedy. I mean, Chris, you're you do a lot of musical-based things on the night, don't you? I, I think, like, it, it, for me, like music, musical comedy is it's all about writing the jokes first, and also comes born out of a frustration that you know used to be in a, a terrible school, seventeen-year-old seventeen-year-old blues band, but liked to be on the stage yeah. sober playing 300 people which I've not done ever since uh, right. so uh, kind of 300 people that is uh, so um, that's I, a long uh, night yeah yeah but uh, yeah it's, it's just kind of write the jokes come up with a couple of um, earworms and, and try not to reference two things uh, things too heavily and it's, um, it's it's a lot of fun and can enhance a set but yeah best not to kind of just make it all songs otherwise people get a bit you know yeah. in the eyes and that sort of thing uh, you have a character you've been doing recently. Oh, yes, he's a frustrated folk music uh, musician and poet who doesn't know it, uh, called uh, Terry Bulb. <laughs> now, what we were going to do is do this, conduct this interview with me and Terry Bulb. Ah, uh, but Terry Bulb, um, what's happened to Terry Bulb today? Oh, he got he got depressed because he saw a fly get caught in a spider web, and uh, he had to go and write three songs about it, and. Uh, I don't know, he got, he got a bit ill because he drank too much milk, so... Um, oh, yeah. God. The spider drank too much milk. I don't know, he, it was a very garbled text message. It was a very long message, but uh, I got mm. the gist of it. Mm. And, uh, mm. he, uh, he'll be making an appearance later on tonight. Okay, I'm looking forward Not to that. on this. Maybe he will, I don't know. I've been watching Spinal Tap interviews all day today. Yeah. <laughs> so that would have fitted in nicely. Yeah. <laughs> well, maybe another time, maybe we could have a special one with Terry Bulb and um, one of my characters, <laughs> I do. Like that... Thousands of characters. Man of a thousand. <laughs> Both of them brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> so how long has Jester's been going now? Is it five years? Five years. Five years. Yeah, five Jeez. years. Uh, we've only been in the Betsy Trotwood for a year and a half. Mm. Really? Is that right? Yeah. Which is great. Like they were, they were initially skeptical about that as well, but they kind of went in all business-like and, and kind of uh, were like, oh, we we love this place. We did our first, me and John's first Edinburgh preview here. And we just kind of loved the room and it got a really good re reception. And yeah. we kind of jokingly say, you know, oh, if these walls could scream, um, <laughs> which uh, they often do. Mm, they do. When the jokes don't Scream laugh. with laughter. <laughs> yeah, that's the it. reflection of the sound of people's laughter. Yeah, that sort of silent laughter. Screamy, screamy, <laughs> silent Just screaming. Yeah, I think I must have done one of the very first gigs that are in this room then, because I've been only been going for about a year and a half as well. You did, yeah, you yeah. With a yellow Lego T-shirt. I did, I yeah. People either remember that or the hawk. Oh, the hawk, the hawk. Yeah, yeah. I remember the hawk. Do you remember the thing with the picture? Remember that horrible night with the hawk? 
Very low ceilings in here. They came and picked yeah. someone up and took exactly. them out. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. a strict policy on birds of prey. <laughs> yeah, since then. Yeah. yeah, luckily, I don't think anyone really steals my material because I don't have a picture of themselves well, as a child. Well, they wouldn't if you had a hawk. One day, when I'm at the O2, I will have a real hawk and do that. <laughs> that would be incredible. Anyway, but just don't do it here again. No. <laughs> <laughs> what was the yellow Lego t-shirt? I did a whole set about Lego. Yeah, it was with the Death Star. Death Star. The Lego Death Star. Lego Death Star. <laughs> Don't even remember the whole That's one of my time. finest jokes. <laughs> Talks about how he steals another person's Lego and it eventually resembles the, the one from the end. Was like that? Jedi. Yeah. You've been here a few times. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. So that, that's the end of this podcast. <laughs> John, John is a very busy man and he, he does a lot of stuff in the background that we feel to yes. notice. Taking pictures. So, yeah. yeah, yeah, taking pictures. They're one of the few, there's only one or taking two names and taking pictures. gigs that take pictures, isn't there? Laugh for a minute, does it? Victor Preda is. Um, we have to a give suit. a shout out to Victor Preda. He, um, it was me doing it, and it was quite hectic. Yeah. And then, um, so and it also meant there were no pictures of me. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, now there are pictures of me. Yeah. Uh, but no one likes them. <laughs> um, it's progress. And I watch the notifications come through <laughs> after the photo's gone up, of tens of people liking a particular person's picture. No one likes mine. Just no one likes Chris's either. <laughs> that's, well, that's for different reasons. Isn't it? But I've got that's your, that's your birthday slash Christmas present sorted. I'm just going to go back through every single photograph of you and like it, and write a comic underneath saying I like this. <laughs> Very flat. It might, it might no... take a day, but you know, think of think of all that. That's a beautiful, beautiful uh, gesture. Thank you. I, I think I, you I should just Photoshop your face onto everyone else's body. Mm. I do that least one time anyway. It's my job. <laughs> <laughs> I could. I could. Uh, just have a like a, a watermark of my face on every photo, instead of a kind of logo. Just a floating head. Could you do like an A one picture with your face in it a thousand times and just keep tagging it? Could we put <laughs> pictures of my face on the curtain at the back so that everyone's just looking at it the whole time? Would you have a happy face or a sad face? Multiple, sure. Depends what the mood I'm in when we're having the so photo a collection shoot. of faces that change throughout the night. Uh, yeah, you call, it, your mood. You call yeah. it the mood curtain. <laughs> I could, I like it could be a flip chart, curtain. and after instead of I could say no words after an act being on, <laughs> and just silently flip <laughs> to the appropriate facial expression. It's kind of loosely autistic, that. Got <laughs> <laughs> coming up with that. John pointing at pictures of how he feels. Yeah. <laughs> Happy or sad. And then just flips the chart for the next act. You don't have to say a single word. Yeah. Happy, sad, or chair. There you go. Well, we did do that once we had silent, silent Night. Silent Night, yeah. Ah, uh, how did that work? The rule was mm, you were not allowed to say words. Right. Um, so you could make noises and hold up bits of paper and get the audience to say words. How did that go? Well, there was a lot of what I would, accidental burlesque, I would <laughs> okay. describe it as such, and slapstick and sort of, I'm, I'm a big fan, I think you might be as well, John, because we don't really talk very much to each other outside of this. <laughs> That's a lie. Who um, are you? <laughs> who is this man? Um, uh, Simon Comedy, Buster Keaton, stuff like that, so we used to do this uh, weird routine with a, a ladder where I would pretend to be a child. Oh, yeah. and um, That was fun. Gain the audience's sympathy much more quickly than anything else that we ever do. It was ridiculous. You know, pretend to not be allowed to get on the ladder. Mm. You know, everyone likes it. Mm. Write a story. It took 20 days. Uh, silence. Yeah. That's the nature of It's that. a rewarding... Uh, <laughs> yeah, what a fight. great process. What a great process. The more work you put in, the less you get out. I did put quite a lot of work into that ladder routine. Though. Mm. I could tell. Yeah. Yeah. 
every journey starts with a step ladder. <laughs> <laughs> so I've chatted to a few people that have run nights, but they do it on their own. And mm. they say the stress of it is quite stressful. Mm. Um, is it easier with two of you doing it? It's gotten easier. Yeah. Mm. There's, I would say that the Wednesday offshoot of this was <clears> geared towards the kind of like sim very simply kind of being run. But recently this has took off because John has put a lot of effort into the kind of social media, these meetup group things and yeah constantly on the internet just kind of what is, i've heard out. a lot about these meetup group what are what are they oh, like john mcsmith meetup um someone told me about it I'm because they got um uh, audience in and it's a it's a site where people can go and meet up with people right <laughs> Simple so as that. i think it's kind of geared towards obviously you know it's a big lonely city out there uh one day a real rain's gonna come <laughs> <laughs> and um skunk pussies dopers <laughs> um but they, they so there are lonely people out there who sorry that sounded really hard <laughs> and i want to entertain them <laughs> so i get them that going. sounds fair enough. Like yeah. boy, isn't it yeah. like, <laughs> no they, so people who've just <laughs> moved to the vigilantes and just have a people who've just moved to the city um people who uh, are here for a bit on holiday etc looking for mm. things to do people to meet up with yeah last time I was here there was an American girl in the front row that was here for two months or something and she read about this in Time Out mm. yeah thank you Time Out yeah well we've been putting them in Time Out for a long time very only every now and then do we get anyone from yeah. there yeah but what a great magazine do you think the night's improved over the last five years yeah yes yeah it's been a constant improvement I would say that it's um, Chris and I are uh, comparing is improved, and you'd kind of hope it would. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I've only MC like, you know, twice, and it's very difficult. If you do anything for fifty years, your mind. What's very difficult? Watching us do it. No, no, me doing it twice. I've only oh, done right, it twice. Sorry. <laughs> I've only seen you twice, and you were rubbish. <laughs> it's very difficult. <laughs> We'd great to put that on a poster. <laughs> Just that on the bottom of the night. Difficult. Difficult. <laughs> um, Five stars, and then <laughs> and then what's happened? So the ethos has been a complete open mic. Anyone, no vetting or anything. Mm. But of course, there's people that enjoy performing here who uh, get better, and so uh, and we've known for the five years, and so on, and so you get a range right. of uh, new and good and everything in between. I'd, I'd say we're quite loose with the rules as well because like from the from the offshoot there's sort of been a sort of a clumsy mantra about the idea of like people know when they're going to get on you, people can leave when they want to and you don't have to bring a friend or pay anything and that's sort of something we've kept going and when people kind of cotton on to that they kind of don't feel pressured and they sometimes feel obliged obviously people double up and stuff like that yeah. all the time and, and leave but people kind of feel you know already kind of welcomed by that yeah. sort of idea and also of, that is quite useful because obviously people come from far away they might have another gig uh, people run out of friends asking to come to gigs. <laughs> Very so it's, it's, found. <laughs> it's a night that's for the comedians, and then of course a, a result of that is um, it m attracts everyone to perform. Well, I think certainly there's been a boom in the last like two, three months where I've been coming in and been like kind of like oh it's it's, it's at half past seven, it's quite quiet. This is going to be like back in the old days, and then lo and behold, again it's you know. The twenty capacity room is filled to the brim, and it's like, weird. You know, that has been happening quite consistent, consistently re recently. Well, that's like, good, though, isn't it? Yeah. We'll see. You'll probably just you know jinx it. <laughs> yeah. 
But um, before I was like an AA meeting. Oh, have we said? Have we said that that we're recording this on the night of Jester Jesters? Yeah, yeah. we are did, downstairs yeah. in Jester Jesters. Yeah, yeah. So it's about, I'm actually yeah. giving up any time that I would do to prepare any materials. I'm going to completely just give it rice tonight and just uh, see what comes out of my head. It's Terry Bulb. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, good uh, luck, Terry Bulb. <laughs> <laughs> I'm staying out of it. I look forward to it. Um, what happens is it gets towards eight o'clock. Yeah. And I'm thinking, oh, God, it's going to be empty tonight. Yeah. And I wander in after going for a shit. <laughs> and fucking room full of people. Mm. Amazing. Long mm. time in the toilet. It's mm. great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, if you go at six o'clock, there is going to be, you know, a kind of an influx by the time it's yeah. eight o'clock, even if it's only five people. Again. I mean, that's the other thing. You can put five people in here and look full because it's yeah. small. That's the other good thing about it. It does have a kind of a sort of a youth group for people dangerously hurtling towards middle age as well. Like kind of, <laughs> I, I quite like it. Well, there's kind mm. of a, there's a reassuring... You're looking directly at me when you say... I, I'm looking at the wall, John, <laughs> no, okay. on myself that I can't see. It's a reflection. Pictures on the wall. <laughs> <laughs> you put those pictures up. Um, yeah, it's, but no, it's really nice, warm atmosphere. If you're not here, just to kind of have a sort of a friendly time. But like you have like... More, more and more, more often, like kind of big, bigger names coming down. The wonderful David Mills, who's on tonight. Oh yeah, he's and he's consistently fabulous. Should we do some blatant name dropping? Okay, who have we got coming up soon? I can't remember, but we've got this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we've got we've got uh, Tez Ilias doing a preview here in the in the summer. He was on Radio for the Now show the nice. other day. Nice. Yeah, he's a great he's a great comedian. He's very funny. Um, like pretty high-end previews as well. Yeah, Dean Baptiste, he's he's come down. Oh yeah, Dean Baptiste <laughs> did a preview here last year. We had a lot of previews here last year. Um, I hope we do so this year as well. Yeah, I'm sure we will. Uh, we will, and I think I've already started booking some in actually from some big, like an agent mm. wants to put loads ah. things on. Um, and I've forgotten all their names. <laughs> I've forgotten all their names. I thought Lucy Porter might. Ah, yeah. I but yeah. I mean, why am I saying that? That's probably not. She came before, didn't she? In the in the last venue. Yeah, but I've just sort of announced that, <laughs> and there's no. I have no evidence. This is to be. That's confirmed. be quite weird. If, like, Trevor Locke, of course, as well. He's, he's yeah, down. Yeah, yeah, he comes down. But like, it's kind of weird. Like you hear your name, and you go, "Oh, they've mentioned my name. I'm not going to come down there." How, <laughs> How dare, dare they? they? <laughs> well, it's presumptuous, isn't it? <laughs> How dare they sound good? <laughs> if someone, if someone said, gonna "Yeah, we're going to have a great dinner party tonight. You'll love it. John's going to be there." <laughs> and I had no idea about this dinner party. <laughs> that would put me off going. Really? But how dare you presume? <laughs> Even if you had nothing on. Well, I've, I've rarely yeah. got anything on. <laughs> this is a Monday. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's like, Tuesday. How dare they? They know I've got my crap snout. <laughs> I've got a naked body for podcasts. We are doing this in the nude as well. Yeah, and um, I'm wearing you. one sock. I'm not going to say where, <laughs> but it's not where you'd think. <laughs> So have you seen Man. anyone that's sort of come through the ranks and then gone off and got really, really good? Lots of people. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Darren Walsh mm. is doing very well. Another friend of the podcast. Uh, yeah. Good. <laughs> <laughs> I love the podcast. Of course. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that one episode you listened to was amazing. Top five. Yeah, that was um, good. That, that with uh, Chantel. That was very good. She's uh, She can talk. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, Oh yeah, he uh, Darren did his first gig at Jester Jester. Very first oh, gig. Very first. Ah. Yeah. We've had a few people who've done their first gig and I've sort of forgotten and then they've mentioned <laughs> it in a sort of sentimental way. It touched me, my icy heart. Yeah. Mm. And um and it's touched your 
little little heart as well. <laughs> I'm glad you said that. That's it. Good, yeah. yeah. What's left of it? Yeah. It's been a. Uh, it's been a. It's been an amount of time. Certainly, the jester jesters, and I look forward to more of that time. I feel as if because I actually knew of this kind of an obvious question. To, well, sorry, not criticizing the question. No. But it's something I thought. Oh, I better prepare to answer. Ah. That one. Didn't prepare at all. It's all very well to go oh, five years. <laughs> great, going really great. Uh, has anything happened because of it? No, we no. did sort of the memory purge anyway with those like kind of anniversary videos that you've you've lovingly put together. Throwbacks to different crime. On DVD. Mm. Yeah, you'll, you'll, you will get it back, John. You will get it back. <laughs> Just uh, um, is it worth mentioning um, your the, the plans for uh, Embra? Oh yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, in, in so far as they're going to ho- hold a festival there in the summer <laughs> really um, <laughs> yeah. some bands there last year I, I recall yeah uh, yeah I could try and remember some of the names of the bands we saw at the festival last year yeah that's a that's a fun game that we like to play mm. I'll, I'll say something uh, uh, quite kind of uh, verbose and John will inevitably say like, verbose uh, verbose I'm, I'm pretty sure I saw them at a festival last year and I say I saw your mum at a festival last year and I did because uh, she went and saw John's show and it, was it went done very well yeah. and uh, yeah we'll, we'll be doing it again this year hopefully uh, yeah doing the Jester's Showcase so the idea is it's not an open mic we just put on acts that you can remember yeah <laughs> or meet or like yeah people we bump into nice. when I was crying on the street uh, last year a man comforted me and I put him on. <laughs> uh, it was a mistake. Yeah, that will happen in Edinburgh. Mm. Mistakes. Um, hopefully, we won't be in a, a tent this year. Mm. No. Oh yes. I mean, that sounds like was it the a joke. We were in a. No, it was a marquee out in the courtyard of. Nothing as fancy as a yurt. Yeah. Uh, fully fledged. <laughs> Like caravan I, club throwaway. Just because I can throw Hollandaise sauce around <laughs> doesn't mean I can perform in a yurt. Um, yeah, it was a it was a marquee outside a hotel. Ah, the glamorous world of comedy. It was cold. I mean, te- technically there were seats. How many times have I said the word technically during this interview? Uh, technically, more than enough. Ah. I haven't been keeping count. It's not something I do. Um, but I'm going to look out for it now. Technically, one. Um, uh, yes, th- there were seats, and but it was nice and everything. But yeah, it was a bit cold. Right. Yeah, up in uh, Scotland <coughs> in a in a marquee. Did you do the full run? We did the last two weeks. Ah, second two weeks. That's probably why I didn't see because I only did the first week. Mm. Ah, we missed ah, each other. Missed. How did you find it? Nice. It was. It was the first time I've been. Brilliant. Loved it. It's lovely. Can't it? wait to go back. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. Mm. Um, so if something I found with this podcast is it opens it's opened more doors than I would have got if I was just you know doing the open mic scene hmm. what do you think doing your own night has brought to you that you wouldn't have got before well it's kind of a bit like it's been mentioned I don't know if it's been mentioned so much now these days but there's this kind of kind of joke refer- term of the comedy Mafia, which it means you kind of like you know if you come come round to do my night and then yeah. you know, you're, you're you're gonna you're gonna put me on at yours and you build a bit of a network, but that really in itself is just a kind of a, a an offshoot of the kind of warm thing about like constantly being put in in, in contact with people of various different talents who also run their own nights or yeah. are just straight up professionals looking to lay low and try out some new stuff or just brand new and just kind of end up 
down the road doing exactly the same thing as you and it, it means if you on the you know on the odd time you do get stuck and you just you know make a phone call and they go absolutely and it's a surprise every time but yeah yeah it's it, it is it is great and uh, i rely on that system mm. primarily and exclusively i'd say that <laughs> say that um in general what you what, what are you trying to do you're trying to do it in front of more people yeah and so one running a night and getting to the point now where we have strangers coming in uh, means that there there are some more people and then also just being watched by other comics and therefore th- thought of in mind when yeah. putting on a night or something which may have people at it as well so like, just what Chris said about networking it's all about the networking the, the long and short of it is as well like, a lot of people aren't you know born in London, surprisingly, and they kind of they, they come here, and you know you end up working sort of bottom rung of an industry to try and get somewhere that you want to be, and yeah. and it can be a sort of very time consuming, lonely process. And instead of going to bars and kind of like throwing your head against the wall all night in the vain attempt of at meeting someone, it's kind of good to have a hobby that's you know a bit more upbeat than you know a sewing circle yeah. or something like that. Not I've got anything with some cracking sewing circles. <laughs> gin and everything it was amazing so but, circles um, I think I saw them at a festival last year. <laughs> I saw your mum at a festival last year John yeah it was a fringe and it was yeah. you know, it was, <laughs> it was a great show and yeah. I hope to see it this year but you um, yeah it just kind of uh, you go to these things and you know I came from like an art background with no money and wanted to kind of start writing scripts but that didn't work out because it was so expensive so I started writing monologues and yeah. I got into a bar conversation I rhymed off about rugby players which I wasn't that fond of at the time due to a bad rugby experience in <laughs> the bar that I was working at and uh, they laughed and said you should try that on stage I said don't you have to be professional they said no so I went and did the first gig then went to the Jester Jesters and you know just kind of haven't really kind of stopped doing it since so yeah it's been that's, that's sort of how I started and that's what it's great for it's great for meeting new people if, in that, that respect yeah um, what what happened? It's been in my head for many many years. I'd say since possibly the age of twenty. I don't know. So it's five years ago. Yeah. Five <laughs> years. <laughs> God, thank you. <laughs> Compliments will get you everywhere. Uh, when do you want to be on tonight? <laughs> um, yeah, I, I um, uh, like trying to make people laugh. Mm. And often did, yeah. <laughs> just as everyone does. I often find I, whenever I'm in a social situation, I just want to make a joke of everything, mm. even if it's yes. really it's, stressful. It's, it's basically it's a, it's a psychological problem uh, that I thought <clears throat> if maybe I, I could define it as not being yeah. what, being so. If if I <laughs> put my, took more seriously the process of trying yeah. to make people laugh, <laughs> are you doing it on the stage? Um, and therefore, when people see me trying to make them laugh, they'll go, oh, right, he's not, like, not in any way invested emotionally in this uh, social situation. <laughs> he's actually doing the thing that he's meant yeah. to be doing. Um, and then, you know, years went by. It was 28 when I, um, 28 years old I was uh, when I started doing it. Uh, and um, I just Googled open mic comedy London and uh, found the, the Night, which was the, uh, the Lion's Den. Ah. And uh, went along and uh, performed at about midnight as one of 30 people Jeez. right at the end after paying four pounds. So that was <laughs> a great experience. But I mean, I, it I, uh, made me think I do want to 
do this again. So it didn't put me off. Yeah. And um, and then just that it's quite a mad thing that you can come up with a thought and then that very evening. Oh, I've got one to try tonight. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I've got. I'm sure I have something. You can just have an extraterrestrial skill after a while. You come up amazing at kind of giving presentations, but the curse is that you have to kind of witness any event and turn it into a, a joke and and it kind of renders like you know family reunions and yeah. all that, you know like hello mum oh wait a second this could be <laughs> great next week so what happens in a year <laughs> yeah so it's uh yeah, it does that to you right cool. yeah there's a queue of people looking at us yeah wondering um, what the hell's going on yeah so we'll finish it there okay thank Jonathan, you very much thank you chris Cheers. thank you that's all right. Yeah, thank you very much. Thank um, you, James. That was we'll uh, wonderful. Well, thank you very much. Should I say thank you, JQ? Thank you. Thank you, John. Thank, thank you, you, Chris. That's all right. And thank you, James. And thank you, everyone, for watching. <laughs> thank you, everyone, for watching. Uh, say hello, everyone. Let's have a round of applause. Yeah. 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 It was full of people the whole time. <laughs> this was recorded in front of a live studio. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs>